On our afternoon show, every Tuesday, we explore the revolutionary changes happening in the auto industry with autonomous vehicles and EVs. We call it Mobility Makers. And since this is Tuesday and we've moved to the AM side of things, it comes along with us. This is Mobility Makers brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. We know that there is a uh, growing share of the automotive market going to EVs. The, the solution to range anxiety is being always to charge at home. But making sure that you can charge quickly is a big part of that. Inexpensively is another. And it isn't as easy as you might think. Joanne Muller, who wants to investigate everything personally and firsthand... Just went through this process. She is with Axios What's Next. Uh, we invite you to sign up for that newsletter. It's free and it's engaging. And she's the transportation report for Axios as well. Joanne, good afternoon. Or good morning. I'll get it right. <laughs> what time is it, Guy? It, it's it, great it, to be with you in the morning. Hello. It's time for me to check my watch, I guess. Um, you've, you've went through this process. First of all, you need to select the proper charger to fit the job. And a, 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 the basic charge will take a long time. If you just plug it into the wall, it will take more than an overnight, right? Yeah, well, all the pretty much, not every, but most EVs come with a cable in the trunk. Uh, and if you plug that into an ordinary 120 or 110 wall socket, it will uh, take at least Mm, 24 hours, more likely 36 hours to go from like 10% all the way to 100. It's a trickle. So you looked at several options. What was the option that made the most sense for you? Yeah, a level two charger is what people should be putting in their home. I happen to choose uh, one from ChargePoint. There are a lot of them out there. Um, I chose ChargePoint partly because it's a company I know well. They've already got public chargers. They have a pretty good app. And I thought, well, I can't go wrong with that. Um, and uh, so I, I ordered it on Amazon. Uh, and the most important thing, though, is that I hired an electrician to figure out what my garage could handle and whether I'd need any updating of my wiring in order to put it in. So what was the answer? Because, I mean, I, do I need three-phase power or are two legs enough? And, and are most garages capable of, of, of you know, accommodating this charger? Well, you know, it all depends, right? So I have a detached garage. Uh, luckily, the previous owner of my house had already put underground current, um, a conduit rather, all the way from my house. And had, we had the electrical already updated a while back. So I had 200 amps in my house, 50 amps of that off in my garage. So that was enough for the charger, luckily. So the installation ended up costing about 800 bucks, mm. which was some basic wiring and putting in a, a, a 240-volt um, plug in my garage. Uh, you know, I know nothing about electricity. I confess this. I know a little bit about cars 
nothing about electricity. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> and and so no one should do this on their own. You have to know what your what the load is on your home already. You there's a very good likelihood uh, in the Northeast and the Midwest that you're going to need to upgrade. Um, you know, modern homes probably are fine. They already have enough electrical power. Um, so in any case, it was a simple job for me, but it still yeah. cost me about sixteen hundred dollars, eight hundred or seven fifty for the charger and eight hundred for the um, for the work. Have the you calculated how much you're you're going to get a payback on that, or how quickly? Uh, I have not. It's only a week or two old, <laughs> um, but you know, I'm not having to go. Frankly. When I would have to go uh, fast charge an electric car, I drive a lot of them for work. Uh, I don't own one myself, but I need to, you know, charge it all the time. And I would have to go to a fast charger, which is 10 miles from my home. That takes time. And so it takes about an hour for me to drive there, get charged for 40 minutes, and then drive home. Uh, And the, the cost of public electricity at these chargers, you know, it's pretty high. And it works out that it's not it's not that much better than gasoline. So doing it at home overnight, you know, when when electricity is the very cheapest, I think is going to pay off. Yes, my electric bill will go up a little bit. Right. But I'm not going to be charging publicly and I'm not going to be putting gasoline in my own car. Very quickly, though, you said charging when it makes sense or when the rates are low. To do that, you need to make (laughs) sure that you've got Wi-Fi hooked up in the garage. So you may need to buy an extender to get Wi-Fi to a place where you currently don't have it. You don't necessarily have to do that. You can just plug the car in. DTE now has a program, right, where uh, electricity is cheaper after 7 p.m., All you have to do is get in the habit of plugging the car in after 7 p.m. rather than at 5 o'clock when you get home and everybody's air conditioner is running. It's more expensive at 5. At 7, you plug it in physically. You're still good. You're getting that lower rate. I personally wanted to be able to control that from wherever I am. I don't have to be in the garage plugging in after 7 p.m. Joanne, we hope that it uh, pays for itself, and we hope that, uh, that that everything goes well with it. And thanks for sharing your insights and your first-person experience with this. I think it'll help a lot of folks. Yeah, I think so. I, lo- I think a lot of people are going to need to invest in these eventually. And you can find uh, Joanne's piece in Axios.com. Thanks so much, Joanne. Always a pleasure to connect. All right. You too, guys. Bye-bye.